referring to one dictionary I read, uh, faith means unquestioning belief specifically in God, religion. I don't think anybody here could possibly unquestion such a thing. I know this rose will open. I know my fear will burn away. I know my soul will unfurl its wings. I know this rose will open. As you use, I don't believe there is any such thing as unquestioning belief. I don't think that's in a vocabulary. Yet I believe that there is a kind of faith expressed in this song. Faith that things will get better. Faith that we will subside and that we can be free. This is a kind of theological faith, not a scientific one. In other words, there's nothing in those words that contradicts science. The presence of a soul is not a scientific fact, yet the possibility of a soul does not contradict science. If you don't have that kind of faith now, there's a few things you can do. Just continue the way you are. Um, fake it until you make it. Let me hold this belief for you. In the beginning, there probably was no such thing as faith, just the knowledge that whatever is not me is something made to please me or pain me. It does not have a name. It just is. And that is is all about me. It is fact. There is no such thing as fiction. All is real to be liked or enjoyed or disliked. Then, as humanity developed and experienced pain and pleasure, we needed answers. I don't know why we needed answers. It seems to be a human trait. We needed to learn how to control or at least know why we could not control. Then the answer came. Drum roll. Thunder. Trumpets. Then came God. God knows the answers, even if we humans do not. That omnipotent, all-good, loving, and kind, that presence that defies all logic. If we sacrifice a virgin to the gods, then the drought will end. If we live a moral life, as interpreted by a select few, then in the next life, if not this, we will be rewarded. And we are rewarded in this life. And if we are rewarded in this life, we must be doing God's will. If others receive more wealth, have more faith, believe they understand why God chooses to invoke the plague, then there must be something wrong with me. Judith Walker Briggs has written, Long, long ago, it seemed so simple. The universe was a three-story apartment house, with heaven on the top floor, four gods and stars, earth in the middle, full of people and animals and plants, and hell in the basement full of terrible and scary things. God had nothing else to do but sit up there and watch us. We were the center of attention, sort of. In fact, he was the center of attention, and we were his people. Then came Copernicus. He said that the sun did not move around the earth at all, but was a fixed star. He said it was the earth and not us on it that did the moving, and worse, that the earth was just one of the planets so moved, one among many and not the center of anything at all. C. 
Since then, we have been entering a new vision of the universe as radical and revolutionary as the Copernican changeover. And we still have not worked out what it all means, either in theology or in our view of what humanity is and what we ought to do with our lives. As we discovered more and more about cause and effect, explanations other than a belief in an all-powerful, good, loving, and omnipotent God, as we ran into facts, not imagination, well, it all changed. We may know now the explanation of how or why and when the plague occurred in Europe in the Middle Ages and many other diseases, this knowledge often allowing us to come up with solutions which clearly do not relate to any view of morality. Where does that leave us? So many of us abandon believing in a god or gods that controlled all nature, especially the evil, wicked, corrupt, and immoral. But what about the other aspect of that God, the all-good, the all-loving? What happened to the belief in a God of love, of being accepted, of being forgiven, a God of unadulterated love for all? I have seen this aspect of believing in many of my mostly Christian-identified patients in my hospice work. Is this aspect of believing in God something for science to figure out? What if we do not have scientific answers for such deep concerns as the meaning of life, having hope when times are down, having a need to address issues of forgiveness of oneself or somebody else? There are matter, these are ma matters most easily addressed by theological, spiritual approach. Be aware that the infallible belief in science, which does not allow for scientific error, may just disappoint us. Such a belief, belief may leave us just as empty when the belief in a God who is good and knows and controls all is unsustainable. Fiction provides comfort, I know. I love superhero adventure movies, primarily because they do not pretend to be realistic. Clearly, movie villains and heroes are endowed with traits only a god or gods could have. You know when a good guy watches the bad guy being blown to smithereens and our hero sighs with relief? You know that's not the end of the story. You know something the hero is ignorant of. Because out of nowhere, the bad guy slash monster slash alien comes in to rip the hero's head off you know, because the music tells you so, music that apparently neither the villain nor the heroine can hear. But wait, and then, and then, the heroine once again manages to vanquish the villain by stabbing and or shooting and or blowing the villain up again, many times over, until the villain collapses. Then with his last breath, motions to the hero to come closer, even closer, even closer. At this point, you might be wondering how stupid this hero could be. And whispers into the hero's ear, I got you this time, as he stabs the hero while collapsing to his possibly final death. But wait, the mirror has a magic shield around him which protects him or her from harm, only to be used when the villain is dying. In an effort of pseudo-realism, it is determined that the heroine may need months to heal, about as long as it takes to make the movie sequel. 
And such movies as this, both the villain and the heroine, will die and come back to life at least three times. We know these heroes are endowed with superhuman qualities. We knew our gods were always able to conquer what we, what we perceived to be evil. Oh, those were the days. Trust me, you can count on these superheroes. You can have faith in them. You may not believe in them, but you can have faith that they will do the right thing for you. Scientifically disproved beliefs, which put a lie to many religious explanations of life's trials and tribulations, have often been hard for humanity to take. We have needed to choose between fact or fiction. For those who have been victimized by humanity's beliefs in God, this may not seem too difficult. But there are those who had no reason to doubt what they've been taught and believe that behaving in a moral, loving way, as interpreted by the people in power, comes from a biblical God. Well, it just may be a little difficult. Fear is a significant factor in choosing one's belief system. Choosing to believe in a concrete God with well-established rules may provide a sense of safety and security. Knowing that all will be well, that if one follows the rules, one will know how to live life in such a way that following those rules will keep one safe on earth, as well as protect one from hell. During a time of chaos such as one of the many iterations of the plague in Europe, the church had to help people by providing even more rules and instructions on how to act. This is from a book called The Rule and Exercises of Holy Dying, published in 1651. This is the title page. The Rule and Exercises of Holy Dying, and which are described the means and instruments of preparing ourselves and others, respectively, for a blessed death, and the remedies against the evils and temptations proper to the state of sickness, together with prayers and acts of virtue to be used by the sick and dying persons or by others standing in their attendance, to which are added rules for the visitation of the sick and offices proper for that ministry. So, have no doubt that that answer. Having rules may well be beneficial, especially during times of chaos. On the other side of fear of hell is a fear that may come with having no guidelines. The following is an excerpt from a report on our theological diversity commissioned by the Commission on Appraisal. I wish there were more of a focus, conversations about theology and beliefs, because I've been really struggling with it. And I sometimes get really scared about death and God and where I'm going to go, because I'm scared to death that there's nothing. And honestly, I'd rather believe in God and heaven and I believe I'm going somewhere than just dying and saying I'm going nowhere. Sometimes I really wish I were a Christian just so that I'm not so scared at night. This is from a youth focus group participant. That is one reason to choose a religion with a dogma. If one chooses to believe in that dogma, there may be kinds of security that may many seem lacking that may seem lacking in Unitarian Universalism. What does faith mean to you? For many Christians I met, their life had meaning because they knew they were a child of God's and the recipient of God's love. For many others, meaning in their lives as a result of good works, 
because they're having children and grandchildren and people who might have mentored. Faith in an omnipotent God who is all good, all powerful, and all loving. Faith in ultimate logic. In the space program, I am still amazed at how the blazes we managed to manufacture something beside its trajectory and have it land distances far beyond our imagination. That's just some little things. Faith in a reason for everything that happened and having that knowledge provides comfort. Or faith in, I know this phrase will open. Sort of like um, what we do during Christmas time when we enjoy everything about it and don't necessarily believe it. Of course, this faith or lack thereof will most likely change over one's lifetime. I know mine has. Beginning with intermittent exposure to the Episcopal Church as a child, to upon my parents' divorce and consequent loss of their faith, I was brought to a Unitarian Universalist truth where there were no answers. Just the security of knowing that we who used did not believe in dogma or fiction, only in fact. As a troubled adolescent, this was not particularly helpful. I, like the youth mentioned above, envied those who had faith, although I knew I could not believe in what I knew to be impossible. Many years passed as an adult until I went to a union church where there existed spiritual components. Faith is a word in and of itself doesn't mean much. Faith in God. Try to define God. I'll bet you would get as many definitions as there are people in this room. Faith in reason and proven scientific facts in friendship and community as the children's story we heard today. From where do you find comfort? Think about it. In my later life, I have discovered something I believe in. I have spent most of my life rejecting any kind of what might be termed spiritual belief. Now I have a faith that, although tentative, I can, I can accept and believe in. It is a belief in myself. A belief that can be looked through more humanist, more humanist lens or through theistic lens. Either way, it does not require me to believe in miracles that defy science but does require an openness to the possibility of belief, faith in knowing the best way to live my life. There is a little tiny ball of wisdom somewhere in me, which sometimes I call God. The kind of miracles I believe in occur when humans discover a new way to get along, when relationships are mended, when forgiveness occurs, when deprived children succeed when you may finally stop smoking. These are miracles because they may occur against all odds. This has turned into much more of my story than I had intended. Oh well, it, it reflects my travels with fact, faith, and fiction as influenced by everything I have ever read and every movie I have ever seen and every country where I have ever lived, my family, and much, much more. Keeping in mind the path is not always linear. What has been your travel along this road? Where are you now? I know this road will open. I know my fear will run away. 
I know my soul will unfurl its wings. I know this rose will open. Be open to possibilities.